This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. here to Fort Myers, a city that took the brunt of Hurricane Ian in what the president says could be the deadliest hurricane in Florida's history. And tonight, the storm is threatening millions more. The giant swaths of destruction, neighborhoods decimated, bridges washed away, and boats tossed like toys. Tonight, the rescue effort's still underway. This is the Orange County Sheriff's Office. If you need to be evacuated, step out of your front door. We visit homes nearly swallowed by the floodwaters and meet families who thought they'd never see each other again. Good evening and thank you for joining us. And as we come on the air tonight, Ian has regained hurricane strength as it moves into the Atlantic, taking aim at Georgia and the Carolinas. But what it left behind here in Florida is unimaginable in scale and historic in reach. The president saying tonight this could be the deadliest hurricane in Florida's history. We witnessed the trail of destruction this Category 4 storm left. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said today this is a once-in-500-year flooding event. The hurricane force winds and record storm surge caused widespread damage to entire communities and cities, washing away roads and bridges and knocking out power to millions. Tonight, more than 2.6 million customers are without electricity, and officials warn it could be days or even weeks before power is fully restored. Tonight, the states of Georgia, the Carolinas, and Virginia will all have declared a state of emergency ahead of Ian's expected landfall tomorrow. We have team coverage tonight all throughout Florida and beyond. And CBS's Chris Van Cleve will start us off from North Fort Myers. Chris, I know the damage where you are is quite extensive. Nora, for this home, the damage is total, completely destroyed this home. Now, if you go 
down the block. You'll see homes like this. You'll see other homes with roofs rift off and the occasional one somehow unscathed. We are four miles from the water, so this was all wind damage. As daylight broke, the path of destruction left behind by Hurricane Ian was devastating. Block by block, Fort Myers Beach looks like it was hit by a bomb. Only small pieces of debris remain where homes and businesses once stood. Ian came ashore as a Category 4 hurricane. The storm surge was so powerful in Naples, it swept homes off their foundations. Here it is. house going by. The destruction was just as overwhelming in Lee County, where many roads are impassable and entire neighborhoods sit underwater. We're out two vehicles and a boat. Patrick New and his wife live on this boat. It and hundreds others were tossed on shore by the storm. The couple rode out the worst of it in a nearby hotel. So it was rushing in fast. And by the time we ran in our room and grabbed half of our stuff and went upstairs, it already was halfway up our door. How fast did the water come? It was quick. It was within 15 minutes we were getting upstairs with everything. Today, Governor Ron DeSantis called the damage on some of the barrier islands biblical. And it washed away roads. It washed away structures that were not uh, new and, and could withstand that. This home on Sanibel Island caught fire, and the only road on and off the island collapsed. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez saw the damage up close. This is the causeway that connected Sanibel Island to the mainland, but you can see an entire section of it behind me is missing. All of this asphalt and concrete crumbled when the ground beneath gave way to hours upon hours of intense storm surge. Today, Coast Guard search teams flew missions looking for people in distress. So far, at least 500 have been rescued. And with extreme flooding moving inland, first responders near Orlando helped people get to higher ground. I feel a lot better. My brother just finished getting rescued. Jacob! Good Samaritans are pitching in too. These men pulled an elderly man to safety from his car. And President Biden said Hurricane Ian could be the deadliest storm in Florida's history. The numbers of still are still unclear, but we're hearing early reports of what may be substantial loss of life. President Biden is now planning a trip to the disaster area to thank first responders. Folks in this neighborhood described Ian as someone beating on their eardrums for nine hours as they watched their neighbors' homes be torn apart. Nora. Wow, that really puts it in perspective. Chris Van Cleve, thank you. We also visited a neighborhood here in Fort Myers that was flooded. The residents told us the water was up to eight feet high in some places. And although much of the water has receded, the trauma remains. See how high it came up inside. <gasps> oh yeah. my God. And this is what the water did. Hurricane Ian upended everything for Cecilia Donald's family, their furniture, their home and their lives. Yeah. So are you guys That's standing a, in the water up this high mm -hmm. last night? Yeah, we got up on a counter at first, and then I told my husband, I said, you know, I think we're going to drown. So unsure of their survival, at one point, they considered tying themselves together so no one would wash away. I couldn't find a rope. Well, there's my daughter. Her daughter feared the worst. Oh, we were there when they saw each other for the first time. The last message I got from her was that the water was waist high and she didn't know if they were going to make it. You left her that on a message. Yeah, message. I just said, I love you. I don't know if we're going to make it or not. 
we heard similar stories through Cecilia's neighborhood. You can see fire and rescue is out. They want us to clear the area, but you can see a lot of these people are kind of stuck. And so they're coming through. These are the great firefighters here in Florida, making sure that we can check on everybody. They're doing wellness checks as people are trapped inside their homes. An elderly couple rescued, brought to safety. Spencer Mumi posted this video on Facebook. The water rising so high, the only place they could go was up in the attic, bringing his six-year-old and six-month-old daughter. We met the grandparents of those kids, desperately looking for their grandchildren. Probably scared to death, crying all night. And our team was able to share the good news, that everyone in the family was okay. And now this entire community begins a journey to recovery that will last longer than the storm. In some ways, the pictures don't even give it justice what people are suffering through here. We should note that as Hurricane Ian raced ashore and floodwaters rushed through neighborhoods, 911 operators were quickly overwhelmed with calls for help from people stranded in their homes or their cars. And with so many victims in desperate need of help, everyday citizens jumped into action. CBS's Omar Villafranca joins us from hard-hit Port Charlotte. And good evening, Omar. Yeah, it's amazing how everybody was looking out for each other. Good evening, Nora. We traveled almost 60 miles down the Florida coastline, and we saw heavy rain, damaged trees, stranded cars, and flooded homes. But we also saw dozens of people helping each other. Don't ever leave me again. An emotional moment amidst the ruin. Kim Silva reunited with her family after riding out her first hurricane alone. What's that moment like when you finally see him and everybody knows they're okay? Well, just start crying. After Ian flooded her Northport home, Michelle Robinson waded through waist-high water with her bulldog Daisy riding her kayak, both desperate for dry land. The dog and I slept on the bar in the kitchen, like the island. Up top? Yeah, all night. Neighbors helped neighbors salvage what the storm didn't destroy. But the things saved were not as important as the lives yeah. saved. Yeah. Rescue and recovery scenes played out across Florida's west coast. At the storm's peak, flash floods caught many off guard. Naples Fire and Rescue had to break the window to this car to pull a woman to safety. In Charlotte County, two heavy construction cranes at this building site were toppled and scaffolding smashed into the building, a testament to the storm's powerful winds. This is Fawcett ICU. We've had major structural collapse. We have major flooding. And healthcare workers at a hospital alarm. in Port Charlotte were forced to move vulnerable patients, Please some of them on ventilators. The part of their roof was torn off. This is the kind of damage 124 mile an hour winds can cause. The storm just toppled this gas station. And just behind it, the wind blew out the windows on this building all the way up to the fifth floor. It could take weeks to clean up. Nora? Yeah, it's hard to get gas anywhere around this area. Thank you, Omar Villafranca.
CBS's David Begno got a firsthand look from the air at the catastrophic damage, and early estimates predict the cost to rebuild will likely be in the tens of billions of dollars. So, David, what did you see? I've never seen storm surge do what this did. I've been covering hurricanes for 22 years. We flew over this place called Little Hickory Island, which is a barrier island just west of Bonita Springs. And, Nora, as we came over the ridge, all the way down the street, the hotels are still standing, but it looked like the cars and everything around it had been shot out of a cannon. I'm talking about that has been pushed probably a mile inland, hmm. and it looked to be two to three feet deep. There were some places where taillights of vehicles were sticking out of the sand, like a stick almost. Wow. When we got in the helicopter in Tampa, we flew south, and the first widespread devastation we saw was over the community of Inglewood. A lot of residents, people waving at the helicopter, completely surrounded by flood water, and really heavy wind damage. Bottom line, as far as we could tell along the coast, it reminded me of an earthquake as if the hurricane just sort of picked up the earth and just shook it. Because it was all along the coast, yeah. And just, I mean, tossed like toys. Yeah. David Begno, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Well, as David mentioned, this hurricane caused so much widespread damage. And it was not just here in southwest Florida, but also from Orlando all the way to the northeast coast in St. Augustine. And that's where we find CBS's Meg Oliver tonight. Good evening, Meg. Nora, Hurricane Ian is pounding St. Augustine right now with high winds, steady rain, and severe flooding, and it's only expected to get worse during the next high tide. Residents of Central Florida woke to high winds and catastrophic flooding, forcing hundreds of people to flee their homes. In hard-hit Kissimmee, first responders used airboats to rescue those trapped. We were in deep in water in our house. In some cases, people were carried to safety, like this woman crying with relief to escape the floodwaters. We're going to bring them out to higher ground, and then we're going to be shuttling them to shelters. Rescue crews raced to evacuate residents of this Orlando nursing home threatened by rising waters. This woman and her 72-year-old mother were forced to swim out a window to reach safety. You have to like either swim or drown. Dramatic rescues played out across the region. These two people were plucked from their sailboat overnight. Here in St. Augustine, at the height of high tide, water spilled over the seawall, washing out roads and sidewalks for more than a mile and a half. The high water leaving cars stranded, boats swamped, and people flirting with danger to see the destruction up close. In addition to the flooding, high winds are expected with gusts up to 60 miles per hour throughout the night. Then this storm is expected to move up the Atlantic and is expected to make landfall in Charleston tomorrow. Nora. Meg Oliver, thank you. And as Meg just mentioned, Charleston, South Carolina is bracing for a direct hit and seven foot storm surge. The storm has recharged and it's just regained this hurricane status. Now communities along the Carolina coastline like Charleston are getting ready by providing sandbags to anyone who needs them. Dr. Rick Knapp used to lead the Hurricane Center and he's now one of our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Dr. Knapp. Good evening, Nora. Ian is a hurricane once again out over the Atlantic east of northeastern Florida, but it is still affecting the northeastern Florida coastline with winds and rainfall. And it will be near that tropical storm hurricane threshold all the way up until making landfall in South Carolina tomorrow. But then it will be an inland wind and rain event in the Carolinas and in the Appalachians. Hurricane warnings near the coast, tropical storm warnings well inland, and a 
storm surge warning at the coast. Evacuate if told to do so and be careful of inland flooding from heavy rains. Nora. An important note, Dr. Nab. thank you. New drone technology is allowing scientists to study monster storms like Ian dangerously up close. In tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Ben Tracy takes on a historic first of its kind flight into the eye of Hurricane Ian. There goes the beds. Holy cow. This is what it was like flying straight into the eye of Hurricane Ian. It was one of the roughest flights the team from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has ever experienced. And it was also historic. Before taking off, they loaded on their new secret weapon, a three and a half foot tube containing a hurricane hunting drone. So this drone can literally go fly around the inside of a hurricane? Yes, what we wanna do is fly in and around those highest winds. It's called the Altia 600. It weighs about 25 pounds and can fly for nearly four hours. It's deployed out the bottom of the plane, and its mission is to go where no aircraft or scientists can go, the so-called boundary layer where the air and the ocean violently meet, below 3,000 feet. So when these systems make landfall, we want to know what's going on in that very critical boundary layer so we can help forecasters and emergency managers make the decisions they need to make. After dropping the drone into Hurricane Ian Wednesday, it recorded 216 mile per hour winds just 2,100 feet above the surface. It doesn't record video, but the data could be critical in detecting when a hurricane rapidly intensifies, something scientists say is happening more frequently as climate change warms ocean waters, providing more fuel for monster storms like Ian. When this flies into the eyewall of a hurricane, why does that not just shred this? Uh, it just doesn't weigh much. And we're also going to be flying with the wind. We're not trying to fight it, we're trying to go with it. And they hope it will help them improve hurricane forecasts and save lives. For Eye on America, I'm Ben Tracy in Lakeland, Florida. And turning to the day's other big headlines, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is interviewed by the January 6th committee. And the S&P closes at a new 2022 low. We'll tell you why when we come back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. 
Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, stood by her 2020 election fraud claims today when she was interviewed by the Congressional Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The committee wanted to ask the conservative activists about her communications with former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and a lawyer who drafted plans for keeping then-President Trump in office after he lost the election. Thomas said she wanted to clear up any misconceptions. Well, the U.S. economy got a bad report card today showing a second straight quarter of economic contraction. Mortgage rates surged for the sixth week in a row, moving closer to 7 percent on a 30-year fixed. That's actually the highest level in 15 years. All three major stock indices were down today. U.S. stocks have lost more than 20 percent of their value this year. All right, coming up next, the Biden administration accuses Vladimir Putin of another attempt at a land grab in Ukraine. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. will never recognize Russia's planned annexation of Ukrainian territory, nor those sham referendums in Ukraine. Putin is expected to claim several regions of Ukraine on Friday. In the Baltic Sea, another leak has been discovered in one of those pipelines carrying Russian natural gas to Europe. NATO ruled it an act of sabotage and warned attacks on allies' infrastructure will be met with a united response. Well, the music world is remembering West Coast hip-hop star Coolio, who died in Los Angeles on Wednesday. Coolio was born artist Leon Ivy Jr. and raised in Compton. His Grammy-winning inner-city anthem, Gangsta's Paradise, was a huge hit in the 90s. Coolio's playful persona in his music videos made him popular with young audiences. Julio was 59 years old. And we'll be right back with a look at the strength of the people here in Florida in the face of disaster. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We want to end back here tonight in Florida, where the destruction and devastation left in the wake of Hurricane Ian will take days and perhaps weeks to fully comprehend. This monster storm has changed not just the landscape of the state, but the lives of those who call Florida home. There is one thing left unchanged by Ian, and that is the resilience of the people here. It won't change the love that they share for their neighbors, and that's not just true for this state. The rest of America is here to help. 
No matter how divided the country may seem, we always seem to come together to help those in their darkest hour. We saw it today. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Fort Myers, Florida. Good night and stay safe. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.